0: Oh, Recorded live. Hello and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is your host, Doc. I'm live every Monday and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. I can be reached at 724 444 7444. Caller ID number is 145048. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Vimo, SoundCloud, Speaker, Anchor, and first and foremost, YouTube. Please share, like, comment, contact me if you have a question. I'm more than free to answer any questions about the show. Uh, if you want to show to go in a certain direction, I'm open to suggestions. This is not a sports talk show. This is not a political talk show, nor is it a news or entertainment sports show, uh, talk show. It's not even a wrestling show, but if it's interesting to me, I am going to discuss it. So let's kick this off, and I'm going to talk about the UFC 222, Cyborg versus Kenesaya. Okay, I might as well start with that match. Cyborg looked dominant. She looked powerful. She didn't play a lot of games. Ayana tried to uh, joke her up. It seemed like Cyborg said, I had enough of this shit here, and I'm going to end this. And she ended it beautifully. Now, Frankie Edgar fought Brian Ortega. Ortega is a master. He's considered, he has this reputation as this master jiu-jitsu dude. But... He landed an uppercut on Frankie Edgar and injured Frankie's night, and nobody's ever done that before. So you got to tip your hat to Brian Ortega. Stefan Struve fought Andre Arlowski. I was very worried that maybe Arlowski had nothing left in his tank, but he did. He did something that was very bizarre for Andre Arlowski. He actually brought Stefan Struve down to the mat like three or four times, something that he supposedly hasn't even done in his career to anybody. So that was kind of weird. Uh, CB Dollarway for Hector Lombard, who's built like a brick shit house, And Hector Lombard gave him a two-piece chicken dinner after the buzzer to earn himself a disqualification. I looked at this several times over and over, front and back, and the bell had clearly land uh, uh, was uh hit to end the first round, so Lombard got a very deserving disqualification. One of my favorite fighters, John, the Magic Man Dobson, fought Pedro Muniz, and uh, Dobson looked good. He always looks good. He the only he even looks good when he fought, fought Mighty Mouse. So I tip I have, he also had a quality win. Now. The much-hyped Sean O'Malley, Sugar Sean O'Malley, fought Andre Sadamov, who might be legitimately the dumbest man to ever enter a UFC ring. And the reason I say that is O'Malley clearly could not stand. And all Andre had to do was to get him off the ground, disengage, stand up, go to the center of the ring when he would have when Sean O'Malley would have limped out to him because in possibility he broke his foot or shin or something his ankle, the ref would have then had to stop the bout and he would have won this fight by disqualification instead, he had to watch a man who was laid out on the mat get his arms raised in victory and be interviewed after the bout. And I know it's, it's a big deal in the UFC because there's a difference between a winner's paycheck and a loser's paycheck. And he got a loser's paycheck on the fact that he was just an idiot. Alexander Hernandez landed a beautiful left hand and destroyed Bunnell, Gary Garyush, one of the best Names in all of the UFC, Darius. He knocked him out, and I mean, he knocked him out clean and clear. Now, I'm going to move on to the NBA. It's time for the NBA to start heating up, and I believe that we're going to start getting some better games. And tonight, we got the Pistons playing the Cavs. You got uh, Blake is now a Piston. You got uh so that should be a pretty good game. The Cavs have been struggling as of late. The Cavs have definitely been struggling as of late. They're still trying to fit this new uh team together. So let's see let's see how the the Cavs bounce back. Okay, it looks like somebody called in. Who we got? Bones. Good morning. Okay, Bones. Good afternoon. Good to hear from you. I hope all's well with you. All's well. Fantastic I'm just talking about some NBA I just want to wrap up some NBA before I move on We also got the Bucks With the Greek Freak Are playing the Pacers And uh, now after doing a little research I finally do figure out Who is the star player on the Pacers Which would be Victor ola of people
1: Oh yeah He's going to work
0: Yes So that's an interesting game And now tomorrow you got the Heat versus the Wizards. The Heat's a good up-and-coming young team with Wade. So, and you know the Wizards they got uh, Bradley, and one day maybe soon John Wall will be back. You got the Pelicans playing the Clippers. Uh, The brow Andre. Uh, uh, Davis, Anthony Davis, excuse me, is killing. He's just absolutely been killing for the last week. Then Wednesday, you got the Jazz versus the Pacers. I'm not familiar with too many players on the Jazz. I just know they got that kid who was in the dunk contest. I believe his last name is Mitchell. And as we just spoke, the Pacers has Oladipo. You got the Raptors playing the Pistons. The Raptors are like the shock team of the East. They've been good for a couple of years now, but DeMarcus DeRosa is killing. He is killing. Now, you got – this is a game I'm very interested in Wednesday night. You got the Beard and CP3 from the Houston Rockets. They're playing the Greek Freak, the Milwaukee Bucks. And also on Wednesday night, you got the Cavs versus the Nuggets. Thursday, you got the 76ers versus the Heat, the Celtics versus the Timberwolves, with those young guys, you got Cat. I don't think Butler's healthy, but you know, that should be an interesting game. And then my boys, Thursday night to make me stay up late, way past my bedtime, I got the Golden State Warriors versus my San Antonio Spurs who seem to be in the mass unit right now. No LaMarcus, no Kawhi. I think we got a no chance. <laughs> it hurts me to say that. I mean, it really hurts. This is the roughest season I've, I've been through, and it's a winning record, but the roughest season that I've been through in almost 20 years. You know, I guess rain's got to fall so flowers can grow, right? Bones? Yes, sir. Okay, now we're gonna get to something. We're gonna move on now, and we're gonna talk about the bout from Saturday night: Deontay Wilder versus Lewis Ortiz. I have. Uh, you have any? I'll, I'll let you go first on this. You see, you've seen this fight, so. Yeah. Okay. You got anything to say about this fight?
1: Well, uh, I was. When I saw the last Wilder fight, he destroyed his opponent. So when I saw this fight here, you know he's fighting a you know heavyweight, you know in you know, Ortiz, who I think is older than his thirty thirty seven or thirty eight years. Um, I just saw like an unpolished fighter. His punches weren't crisp. He didn't jab until the end, until that um, that round, that he wound up knocking out Ortiz. But I just saw somebody that just was not a polished fighter.
0: Okay. I've seen this fight, and I wish, I really wish that I could look at boxing like everybody else looks at boxing, like regular people look at boxing. But having boxed, I don't look at boxing the same way other people do. I break the fight down like if if I'm watching science, right? Okay. I am going to tell you right now, Bones. Make sure that you keep. I want to hear you crystal clear. So keep your mouth or whatever you're doing with your headset. Make sure you got that straightened. Who we got on the line? Net boys. Okay, Net. We're talking Wilder Ortiz. Did you see the fight? Uh,
2: no, no. But I, I, I saw the highlights. I didn't watch the whole fight.
0: Okay. Now I'm going to say something that I'm going to give Louise. Ortiz, credit for most people don't even know what they watched. Ortiz, a big man, like 245, for 10 rounds did something that most boxers at 119 pounds cannot do. He kept his hands up. That is the hardest thing to do in boxing, especially when you look at Wilder. Wilder's hands are in his hip pocket. (laughs) Okay? So Wilder's hands are in his hip pocket. Go back to YouTube. If anybody thinks I'm bullshitting, look at just a minute in a fight. Ortiz's hands never drop. They stay in a perfect boxing stance the whole fight, which I thought was amazing because big-ass arms like that wear you down. And now I just want to say this before I let anybody talk. I'm going to predict right now how Deontay Wilder will lose. Deontay Wilder will always kick somebody's ass. That's almost a guarantee. Especially since I don't even know where he gets his strength. He's so fucking small. 214 is teeny weeny for a six foot six guy. Right? Yep. He is going to lose just like this. He's going to be beating somebody half to death. And he's going to swing wild. And somebody's going to give him a hook. And he's going to go to bed. (laughs) Simple as that. Now, what I don't understand is his trainer is Mark Breland, who might have been the mellowest fucking guy who ever fought. I mean, always under control. Crisp, clean. Uh, Just put it this way. He's like a hospital, I mean, a hotel mattress made up. Like a hospital bed. His shit is neat. It's an order. Even when he got you hurt, he don't rush. Deontay Wilder goes, he goes wilding when he gets you hurt. And that's how you get hurt. No discipline. I think he just lacks, he has all the skills, he lacks discipline. It's a sloppy thing, man. He's, 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 He's ugly when he gets you hurt. And I really hate it, man. I mean, matter of fact, Ortiz put his ass to school between the seventh round and the ninth round. He took him to class. But there's no, he, there aren't any real, like, there's not an abundance of heavyweight fighters. Well, Joshua, Joshua is a boxer. Yeah. Joshua's not a pure knockout guy. And yeah. Joshua's going to take him to school if he fights. He's going to go, he's getting his master's degree that day. <laughs> because all you got to do is wait. You got to wait for Wilder to get wild. First of all, I don't, I don't, if I was teaching a kid, the second thing after I teach a kid how to properly throw a punch, because I think 80% of people running, walking around the planet don't know how to throw a punch, properly know how to throw a punch. The, go to a boxing gym or, or or one of these like training camps the first thing they're going to teach you is to throw a punch. The second thing they're going to teach you to do is defend yourself. And your hands in your fucking pockets. You're not. You're not searching for change when you're fighting. You keep your guard up. That's a part of the game. It's a science of boxing. But you know, it's, it's it's such an ugly sport. Most people don't don't even have the art anymore. Did either one of you guys watch? The Oscars yesterday. Nope, just the highlights. I nope. can't sit through a four hour show. Okay, well, you it. know what? I did not watch the Oscars, but I guess I should say congratulations to Jason Peel and congratulations to Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant now has an Oscar next to all those fucking trophies, <laughs> Hall of Fame, and hung up jerseys. That's crazy. Kobe yes, has an is. Oscar. Now, what I have been caught up with this weekend, guys, and I can't help it. It's great, and I'm this is not usually me. I cannot stop watching the NFL Combines. This fucking uh, Giant fans must be dying that Sh- Shaquan Barkley is going probably to get picked number one by Cleveland, and they got the second pick. That kid looks so special, man.
2: Well Cleveland said they're willing to trade.
0: But what if the Giants got to give up? I mean what you know what? If I'm Cleveland, I'm asking for Shepard. I'm I might ask for Landon Collins and a pick. Because Barkley's going to change whatever team he goes to just like uh Elliot changed the Cowboys. I mean this is a big boy, man. We talking two hundred and forty pounder, I mean two thirty? He run he running a two four thirty six vertical leap. I mean and did his when he was doing the drills, it looked like butter. I mean he like he do this shit every day of his life. You know Uh but Cleveland is still in need of other pieces. You know what? Cleveland has the number four one pick. And the number four pick you can get a quarterback at four.
2: <laughs> take
0: that running back at one. one of those guys that fall? because now I looked at the I looked at the uh, combine. the best of the three is this Josh Allen. I don't believe in Rosen at all, and Donald is okay. I would go, Josh Allen, because I don't think the Indianapolis Colts draft three. They have a quarterback. They got Andrew Luck. There's no way in the world they're taking a quarterback. So Cleveland get their quarterback at at four. But so we don't even you know your, Luck is coming back. Yeah, but you know what? You take they know more than we do, right? right. So now I gotta ask you a question, man, because I'm jumping around here. Because uh, I don't. I, you might watch this show, but I don't watch this show. I watched How to Get Away with Murder, and it seemed disjointed this week, like I was missing something. I don't know if they showed uh, the chick from How to Get Away with Murder on Scandal last week.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did.
0: See, I don't watch Scandal. And I'm going to tell you now, y- y'all can laugh at me if you want. I cannot watch Scandal, and there's only one reason I can't watch it. I can't get past the name. I cannot watch a program called Scandal. It just sounds like a soap opera. <laughs> now, I, now we all know how to get away with murder might be the biggest soap opera of all time. I mean, that's just a soap opera. But, I, I was watching the show, I was like, how, what's her name? What's what the actress' name?
1: Well, yeah.
0: She looks fucking horrible. Horrible. I mean, she she almost looks like a tranny and a horse and had a baby. I mean, <laughs> It, it, it's just something about her face ain't right. It's 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 like you can almost see the skeleton right underneath the skin. I I was like, damn, man. She lost weight. She used to
1: be. Her face used to be very round. But, yeah. You know, when they get to I... Hollywood, they lose weight because if you watch some of her earlier stuff, you know, you can see the you know the roundness in her face. You know, but you know they get there and then they become real thin.
0: Yeah, I was like. Viola Davis is is, is, is much better-looking woman than you are, but I'm sure everybody's going to go with you because you're the paler one. But I was like, I can't. And she added, I didn't, like I said, I didn't see Scandal, but she added absolutely nothing to How to Get Away with Murder's uh, episode. She got some soup or some shit wasted on her, and that's basically all she did and gave... Uh, uh, you know, Viola Davis' character, a bottle of vodka. And I was like, so this was the big crossover? I
2: didn't, now, see. I don't I didn't know. see either last week.
0: Oh, well, you know what? It wasn't a great episode, but the speech, she gives a speech. It's like, you know, Viola is always winning the Emmy. She's, like, always acting to win the Emmy. She gave a speech that made 100% sense and it would touch anybody of color in America. And that fucking speech was that made the show. Uh. Now, I will tell you this. If you guys not, have not seen this, go TiVo it, YouTube it, or whatever. I didn't think it was going to be good, but Charles Barkley was funny as a fuck on Saturday Night Live.
2: Oh, I forgot he was hosting this
0: week. Uh, uh. This is a this is a worth watching it. They have this character on Saturday Night Live, this drunk lady in a bar. is called Last Call. And Charles Barkley and her were just hilarious. He had the line of the decade to me. The lady was sitting next to him at the bar, and he said, "Could you give me one second? I want to take my last breath of fresh air before you come sit next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that you trying to sleep with a woman and you tell her that and it didn't she't mm-hmm. she, and she, doesn't, it, she does, this shit rolled off her back. she was like, "Yeah, I think you better do that. <laughs> I need to take one last breath of fresh air before I get with you' I know you funky then, so I, I, I give a I give a big thumbs up to that. Now, either one of you guys have any updates on the Rick Ross situation? Uh,
2: according no. to what I heard on the radio, was that some they've been reporting that he wasn't on life support. He was just rushed to the hospital, but it's conflicting reports.
0: So, yeah, yeah, you can't seem to get any kind of uh, real news. It's like it's like dealing with Trump. Now, I will say one thing. Uh fifty cents uh is a real piece of work, boy. So that that, that yeah. meme he put up with Drago? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, there's certain things in this world you don't do. You never wish death on anybody. The universe has a way of uh reversing shit on you. You know what? Some situations the old school uh like mothers and grandmothers was right. If you got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Yeah. I'm not saying that about everything, because that's bullshit. That line does not apply universally to everything. I mean, if, if that's the case, that meant we can't ever talk about Trump. But if I hear somebody's in the hospital, even if I don't like them, and I wish they died, I won't tell you I wish they died. I'll keep that shit to myself. You know? Well, I think it mean that...
2: He didn't care if he died or not.
0: Yeah, but you know what? That ain't nobody's business. Keep it to yourself. That fucking, that fucking Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, man, that shit is gone to people. They need everybody to know everything they're thinking and everything they're doing at every minute of the day. So what? You had a sip of water. Good. I'm glad you're not thirsty anymore. It's none of my fucking business. Matter of fact, I got a buddy of mine, and and this is 2018. We're doing well. You're not on Wealthy. You got a job. He posts almost every meal, and it's always some shit meal. (laughs) I finally had to tell him, why do you post this bullshit? You're literally posting nasty-ass food three times a day. Who the fuck eats eggs and cheese and shrimp? Who? Egg, <laughs> what? Egg, cheese, and shrimp? Yeah, you know, like some scrambled eggs with with cheese that's not even fully melted. Like you took a slice of cheese and threw it on some eggs. And and some shitty-looking uh, rubbery shrimp oh. next to it. And and then the caption is, I'll be throwing down. I'm like, everybody's home laughing, dude. But I like you, so I'm going to tell you. I can't hold my tongue no more. Every meal has this fucking... Uh, does the government still give off blocks of free cheese? No. no. This, this motherfucker, he eat yellow cheese, orange cheese, like they give it to him for free. <laughs> I mean, damn. I, when you get about 45, 50 years old, you move on from American cheese. That's the worst of the cheeses. Yes,
1: That's just yes. for little kids. <laughs> it's the worst cheese there is. is. Hey, what Doc, fucking, I some... I bought some recently because, look, nostalgic. Because nostalgic, I bought some, and I was like, oh, my God, this shit is horrible.
0: <laughs> and don't even know it right. It's, yeah, it's, it's the worst horrible. cheese. You know, that's like the dude who never left the block, so he thinks, like, you know, he has to eat a burger with fries. No, you can have a fucking salad with your burger. Well, you know, yeah, can, he, he, you, you, you can put mushrooms or, or guacamole on it. The only thing you know is bacon yellow cheese and French fries. You know, as a matter of fact, we haven't brought American cheese in this house. And I don't know over a decade. Cause man, I'd rather eat anything else. If I'm going to eat cheese, any other cheese, that shit just doesn't milk it. It, it coagulates in your body. You know, Stuffing your fucking arteries as you go. You know, he yeah. always
1: does things when he's about to, uh, put out a new album or something. It's either he a new album is dropping or he just want to stay relevant in the news and the thing and trending and whatnot. You know, and like you said, you know, one day you're going to do that stuff, man. This shit is going to backfire on you. I don't know about black folks. You know, like, most times the people will just be like, come back out hard and, uh, you know, you go and, uh, and then the person wind up apologizing or backtracking on their statement. You know, I was
0: misquoted. Yeah, well, see, that's another thing, and, and me and Nick talked about this a million times. This, I, I ask myself this all the time. Doc, why do you even bother to do a podcast? Why do you bother doing this, right? And I say to myself, because there's some things that I want to talk about, and I'm mad enough to own any word. Now, I could be wrong. I tell people all the time, if you if you think that I'm wrong about something, call me on it. I'm fine, but I'm going to tell you in that moment that it comes out of my mouth, it's what I mean. I never say no shit just to, to fit in. You know, if I was a fucking homophobe, I'd be a homophobic motherfucker on this podcast. If, if I wasn't racist, I'd be racist as hell. I don't, why sugarcoat it? You go through life one time, you might as well own the easiest person. Somebody told me a long time ago the easiest person that you could ever be in this life is you, whoever you are. Maybe I'll evolve down the line and get better, but today I'm fucked up. But you know right. what, to tell you the truth, I don't guard my words because they flow from my brain, my soul, and my heart at one time, and I have the ability, and it shoots right out of my mouth.
1: Some people yeah. have
0: to, I'm not backtracking. I'm, I'm, bones, I'm the last person on the planet you ever want to apologize to because I don't even hear that shit. Because in my heart of hearts, I go like this. You meant it. You meant it at that moment. You might not mean it now, but you meant it at that moment. So why don't you own that moment? We can move on. We can move on. I mean, you can cuss me. You say you're a stupid motherfucker. I'd be like, okay, why you disrespect me? Well, because at that moment, that's what you felt. I'm fine with that. I'm not fine with, oh, I said it, but I didn't really. Then what did you mean?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what? That's our president. That's the shit that our president does, man. I mean, I'm still trying to get over him. I'm going to run into the building and save these kids even if I didn't have a weapon.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, that's, no, that's amazing. Yes, it is. Now, he, okay, here's how much of a lie this fucking guy is. We find out that he didn't, and you know what? I tip my hat to Lavar. Lavall said, why am I thinking this motherfucker he didn't do nothing? Come to find out, he didn't do nothing.
1: Right, right. And I'm not surprised at that at all. I, I'm, You know, like, I'm not surprised that it went down like that at all. That's what I felt. There was an intermediary. Who was doing all of the negotiating and he just stepped in like you always do and fucking takes the damn credit and you ain't do shit.
0: Yeah, and then, then he says this crazy shit this week. He, he Trump is, is is like in Meeksaw somewhere. One day the US might have a president for life. Just call the king or dictator. Right. Matter of fact, that goes against everything's constitutional. America was founded getting away from a monarchy in England. They were were fighting the king. So, you know, George Washington might be a lot of things, but I give him credit for one thing. They begged him to be the president for a third term. He told him, go fuck yourselves. He said, listen, wouldn't that make me the king? The same shit we just fought against? Right. You know? Now, I, I, this one, this is messed up. I mean, We're doing a podcast now. They got some freaking teacher in Florida. She had a white nationalist podcast. That Could you imagine that. if your child was in our class? Now you got to question every grade she's ever given a black child. Exactly. Yeah, especially since she said this. She said that she believes because of color of skin, this uh, intellectual levels that you just don't reach because of the shade of skin. I mean, that's pretty asinine, but you know, we it's just crazy world, man. Now this one, yeah. I'm gonna call all these people out. I don't understand. This should have been a, a riot. And I'm going to call out two things on this. Did y'all hear about the kid getting spit on in Hooters? The little black kid and then being called the N-word? No, not me.
1: Oh, he he worked there, right? And the, and it was the owner going off on him, right?
0: No, this was a little child. Oh, no, no, I didn't hear about that. Okay, some some Hooters in Oberlin Park, Kansas, right? They're holding a party. Now, the the, the little black kid is with a party of 20 to 30 people. He walks by some table or something, and the white guy spits on him, calls him to blah, blah, get the fuck out of here, you little, bloom bloom bloom. right? There should have there been violence happening right after that. I can't imagine somebody spitting on a child that's with me. And they don't even have to be my child. Yeah, damn right. You do spit. First of all, spit? No, that's death. Spit is is... Okay, remember we just having a conversation that you don't do things that you say that you you're sorry for later. That's one thing in my life that I do. Uh, I spit on somebody once, and it was the lowest thing that I could have possibly did. I would have been better off pissing on this chick. <laughs> I mean, and all she wanted to do was go out with me, and I didn't know any other way to get away from me. So in front of twenty people, I hunked up. And spit right in her face in public. And it was, I, 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 man, I, I had to apologize to a lot of people. Not because somebody was going to kick my ass. It's just, you know, I have cousins who knew her, aunties who knew her. And it was like, that's some low vow shit you just did. So I can't imagine doing that to a child. But here's another thing, guys. you all know better than me. Parents have got to take some responsibility when you got to know where these children are every second, every yeah. second. there's no where is junior and i'm tired of, I'm tired of little kids wandering around, I, you know, like what a week or so ago, some lady had to save a child from being kidnapped by pretending to be her mother because another lady was just going to take her. I mean, you know, little yeah. kids are always wandering and trying to get into something. It's their nature. We—I was a little kid. Shit, you better keep your eye on me. Yeah, you gotta yeah, watch. It. There's no slip. Where, where is he? I mean, damn. I mean, just precautions you take from the time before they come home, right? You gotta make a house child safe. Then you got to make it toddler safe because before you know it, they're playing with light sockets or, or, or plugs. Or I mean, fire. Yeah, you know, I, I, I got a dishwasher here. I mean, not dishwasher. Forget that. That's nothing. I got that, uh, what do you call that shit? You you could uh, disposal, garbage disposal.
2: Yeah.
0: A kid can lose his whole head in a garbage disposal. Yeah. So, If a kid was in here, there's certain things that I would have to actually be like, come on, man. I got to get some shit together before you and your your child come and stay a weekend. I mean, because right now, I got an adult only place. But a child place is a totally different world,
1: you know? Yes,
0: sir. Then we got a a cop down here. He beats a guy. Uh, Did y'all see the video of the dude getting beat? and tased for jaywalking?
1: I heard about it. I didn't see the video.
0: Yeah, this officer, Chris Hickman. Now, first of all, if I'm a police officer and the dude keeps telling me, man, I just came home from work. It's late at night. All he did was jaywalk. Am I going to run and chase him down for jaywalking? The, The brother maybe shouldn't have ran. But then he got tased and he got a pumpkin head. I mean, they beat him to a pumpkin head. They gave him one of those wow. C-74 C- or C-76 pumpkin heads. <laughs> you you, you, you wouldn't know what that is, Bones.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would know I, what
0: that is, too. Look, yeah, that reminds me of an episode
1: of Martin when he fought Tommy Hearns, too. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, that's, that's one of the best ones ever. And I'm hoping Martin don't come back. I don't, I don't think I want to see that.
2: I don't even know how they're coming back without Tommy and without Cole.
0: Hold oh, on. oh, I thought not...
2: Cole said he's down. Oh, I thought, Cole, I, thought they, I thought Cole said he wasn't in.
0: What the fuck else he doing? What is he doing? He's he's playing with Play-Doh all day? I mean, damn. He, when's the last time you've seen him do anything?
2: I haven't seen him in anything.
0: Now, this week... I haven't week, seen him in anything since Martin. Yeah, well, so this is, like, perfect. Now, I'm going to tell you a show that went off the rails. S. V-U. Once again, another horrible episode. I'm so tired of them and their personal bullshit on that show. I liked it when it was law, order, a crime. You go to court, bing, bang, boom, wrap it up, and let's move on. Now, I tell you, a fun show to watch. If you guys are not watching it, just fun. It doesn't make any sense, but it's just good. Fun. Lethal Weapon is a good, fun show. Yeah,
2: Lethal Weapon is... Cool. Really?
0: Yeah, it's just fun. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Damon Way's character's character is ridiculous. His children are ridiculous. His partners ridiculous. His the, the office actor is ridiculous.
2: The actor that plays Riggs is really good.
0: Oh, I don't yeah, think anybody
2: but, can replace Mel Gibson,
0: but this guy is really good. And he's a lunatic. Yeah. So, and... And, and, and every week, I don't know where they get their funding, but they got to tip their hat. Fox is giving them a shitload of money. They blow up something every single week. They either burn or blow something up every week. And the story, you'd be like, you know, it's it's all playful. It's like barely ever serious for more than three seconds. So it's, it's a fun show. Now, a show I'm looking forward to coming back this week, and I hope the hype doesn't overtake it, is Atlanta. I liked Atlanta last year. No. But there's so much hype around Atlanta that it seems like you can't really live up to that kind of hype. Do either one of y'all watch Atlanta? Y'all yeah, watch it. No, I haven't watched it yet. I watch, uh, it. Yeah, I it. watch it. Now, here's the thing, Nat. The show is a good show, but shit could happen. Serious shit could happen, and it just gets thrown away because, like, one episode last year, they got arrested. It was never talked about again. Somebody got shot, never talked about again. Like, we're supposed to forget from week to week what's going on. But other storylines, they keep alive. Now, I, I've been hyping this show, and it's really gotten good. The Shy. The Shy has turned the corner, and it is a good, quality television show. These last three okay, episodes have been that. good. Oh, you might struggle through two, episode two and three, but when you get to episode seven or eight, the story is there.
1: Okay, you know it's kind of like <laughs> kind like how Breaking Bad was. Did you did you did you see um
0: the movie yet? No, I'm the only black man in America. I'm actually an enemy of the race. I have not seen Black Panther. I am I I I'm almost ready to turn in. You're a black guy card,
2: man, man. <laughs> <Four the>, week. <laughs>
0: I am the only black man. I understand that I'm the only black man in all of North America who's not a prisoner or in a hospital room that has not seen this movie hey, <laughs> me, all right,
1: you'll be the you'll be the one billion dollar person you know who's seen it you know spent yeah. that money yeah i
0: i i i trust me, I feel horrible behind this. And I'm also of the mindset. Oh yeah, come to think of like hype. Your both seen get out right. Yeah. Did you think it was great or just good?
2: I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I mean, it was a it was a it was a decent film.
0: That's all I thought it was. Yeah, I feel the same way too.
2: Actually, to tell you the truth,
0: I thought Split was a better movie. Then Get Out.
2: Yeah, yeah, Slim is really good, but all the movies, to me, that's nominated for, like, Oscars, let's say, to me personally, about 75 of them suck. I liked
0: I, Tonya.
2: Uh, I, I didn't see I, Tonya yet, but I did like the three billboards. I thought that was cool.
0: See, I have no clue of what that's about. The two that i seen was I, Tanya and i seen Get Out. And I, I watched Get Out, and I said... You, I, I watched Get Out in the heart of all the hype that this was going to be the most mind-blowing. You've never seen anything. You know, like how they were hyping uh, Baby Driver, which wound up being shit.
2: That was a, one of the worst movies. I, I gave up on Jamie Foxx after that.
0: Yeah, but see, <laughs> they were hyping... They were hyping Baby Driver like this movie's going to you now. One movie I will say I know I'm all over the place. One movie I will say lived up to the hype and surpassed the hype and actually created movies the way they should be. Was we we don't give enough credit to the Matrix. Matrix changed the game. Oh yeah. Be, this, be, movies should be called VM before the Matrix. And then after the Matrix, because there was CGI, but there was nothing like that before. So that lived up to every bit of the hype, not part two and part three. I mean, you know, by the time Lawrence Fishburne was like, you know, whatever the hell. Matter of fact, I don't think I've really seen Lawrence Fishburne do shit since then. He became an old man after the Matrix. (laughs) Up until that point, he still has some youth. And that's a show I've given up on totally. I don't even. I think I I blanked Blackish out of my life. I, I had enough. I cannot take that Charles character another day.
2: Oh, I love Blackish.
0: I. You know what? Blackish. Blackish to me does something that really hurts me. It's the give and take game that black shows have to play in order. For Anthony Edwards, I don't want to give him too much credit because he might not be the basic writer. But whoever is writing the stories, for them to get a uh, political or social message out there, they got to give you some buffoonery. And they got to give you too much buffoonery. It's a trade-off. And I hate that we still have to make these trade-offs in 2018 because Charles makes no sense whatsoever. The mother with her baby white jesus shit makes no sense whatsoever the son being as brilliant as he is but a dummy and then the young son is almost a wall i mean he's an imbecile i don't even know how the young son doesn't drown taking a bath every night then you got the mother who's in the house but invisible you notice nobody goes to mom for anything how do you have four kids and nobody goes to mom? Mom's the one people usually go to. <laughs> Mom's the most ignored person. And then every other week, she, one week she's an anesthesiologist. Next week she's a regular doctor, doctor. Then the next week she's a surgeon. I, I can't even keep up with the show. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's made some great ones, net. That one that he did with the police brutality, I think that's a show that everybody should be forced to sit down and watch with their children. That was beautiful because you, you could see that those actors wasn't even acting. Their, their pain was real. But then, you know, two scenes later, Charles is like hiding under a desk talking about, I remember that time I was in Brazil and uh, there was three monkeys and a duck I mean,
1: so what about watching? <laughs> I heard the show on Netflix is really good. Seven Seconds, I think the name of it is Regina
0: yeah, King.
2: I, I, I started it. It, it. it seems to be pretty
0: good. I gotta, I gotta give that a peek because I have no clue, gentlemen, of what Seven Seconds is.
2: I think Regina, anything with Regina King for me because
0: she tends to pick really good uh, roles. Okay, you know what? She was good on uh, American Crimes. She was on the first two seasons of American Crimes. I kind of like that. Regina King has come a long way from 227 to gangster Girl in every L.A. film. <laughs> Remember, she was the gangster Girl in every L.A. film at yeah, one point. Uh-huh. Uh, now, I was talking about this last week. Uh, I actually am enjoying... Unsolved Biggie Tupac murders. Wait, there's only been one episode, right? Yeah, but I enjoyed it.
2: Oh yeah, that because... was a good episode.
0: I enjoyed that one. See, and the reason I, the thing that I enjoyed so much about this is like this just followed a mini series documentary of uh, Death Row. Yeah, which I still have to watch shit. Watch it. You think that you know? Everything that's the way I was looking at it. I thought I knew everything and then this other shit that you just man, when they read, when you when they play you those real FBI tapes of people talking to the feds about the murders, you're gonna be like, I never heard that before. At least I never did. Yeah. I was like, damn, people I think really- I would
2: say on Unsolved, it's hard. The guy that's playing Tupac
0: he could have worked on Tupac's voice a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could. Sure, he could. Uh, uh, mannerisms and stuff. I, I get that. But you know, it's 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 like a cheaply made. I mean, you know, Josh Jamel is in it, so we yeah. not. This is not going to be like the OJ one that had, you know, quality actors like Sterling K. Brown. You know. And, and, and that's the fucking show that this is us. I just want to melt into the TV and become a member of the Pearsons. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to go into the TV and be one of them. I want. I want to hug Randall. I want that <laughs> motherfucker to be my friend. I want. I want to have a drink with him. I want to walk down the block with him. I want to hold his hand. I just want that <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> to touch me. <laughs>
1: oh, man. I just started watching it yesterday. I watched the first show yesterday, but I never watched it, so everybody's talking about it.
2: It's a great show, man. One of the best shows on TV, if not the
0: best. Listen, Bones, if you – this is me. This is just me. If you don't have some kind of feelings for Jack after about two or three episodes, I don't even think you're human. The Father is this phenomenal uh, he's from another he's not even from earth. this man is not even from planet earth he's he's this magical mystical being of fatherness i I love this show at some point I think that I might even get sick enough to actually backtrack and rewatch it. I mean, if I can watch Oz like four times, I think I can watch this show and trust me, I've watched from beginning to end at least four or five times. And that's crazy. How many yep. times do I need to see Beecher get raped by Schillinger? <laughs> but I've done it four or five times. So, you know, I mean, I know everything about Adam Beecher there is to know the that's one who he
2: can't find a, a a hit TV show since Oz. He's like every oh, time in a show, it gets canceled.
0: Oh, uh, actually, I have. I think personally, I've met almost every cast member of Oz at some point in time in New York City. I used to go to the gym or I used to go to a bally's on twenty. I think it's twenty third Street and Sixth Avenue. Beecher lived right across the street. I used to see Beecher every day. It's
2: like all the the, the law and order people. Oh,
0: and Schillinger has some show called Counterpoint. Yeah. I hate it. I watched the first two episodes and I was like, no, not for me. Not for me. (laughs) I, 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 you know, some things, I like a TV show to make me think, you know, give me, put something in my head. But not so much that it's uh oh god. Now I gotta I need I need to this is like studying for my fucking thesis. No thank you. Now I am gonna be watching uh Uncensored tonight and it happens to be, isn't it weird, it's Rick Ross's episode. Uncensored oh,
2: wow. what is
0: that? What's uncensored? Uncensored, And I gave him, I said the wrong channel last time. I gave, remember what I said? I can't believe BET has a good TV show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, BET still doesn't have a good TV show because this is a TV one show. The first episode was Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Yeah, yeah. She was great. Now, last week's show was horrible. I don't know this Tamar Braxton chick, but she is the okay, only... Ma. Tamar Braxton is phony as a $3 bill. Nothing about her is real. Nothing. Her face ain't real. Her smile ain't real. Her teeth ain't real. Her hair ain't real. (laughs) This is just a phony chick. Think about it. The week before, Tiffany put blood on the carpet talking about her life and homelessness and shit like that. Tamar spent uh, Tamar. what is the hell you call her? Tamar. Tamar spent this one telling us I knew I would be this person, but who the fuck are you? I had never heard a song by you. To me, she just seems like one of those black housewives or something.:
1: She has a great she has a great voice. She just had finally, her husband is a producer, and she, got, she had one album, one album. You know, she's, you know, Tony Braxton, little sister, great background singer. Got one album. That's it, one album. And, you know, she got kicked off of the show she was on called The Real. And um, and that's it. And then she's just a blowhard
0: on a TV show. Yeah, but what kind of TV show? A Housewife of Something or Another?
1: No, it's a reality show, The Braxtons.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say something. Uh, the Braxton family... Obviously spent a lot of money uh, going through plastic surgery. Now, forgive me, guys. I know this is kind of cruel, and you shouldn't do this, but I'm going to fucking do it anyway. And if you don't believe me, look up the Braxton girls, young. One of the Braxton daughters looked just like Bobby Brown when he first came out of uh, with New Edition. Exactly. I mean, she's a doppelganger. For Bobby Brown. I was like I, I actually paused it. I was like, babe, who is that little who is that person in that picture? She's like, What is Bobby Brown doing with that family? So and I'm i I'm sure this Braxton woman didn't grow up to look like Bobby Brown, but when she was about seven or eight years old, boy, she got hit with the full fucking ugly stick. And, you know, plastic surgery I guess fixes all that up. But I'm I'm also into unsung. I watched the show about the boys last week. You remember the boys? Yeah. Heavy D and the boys? No, no, not not those boys. The five little brothers, the five little Muslim boys. They were yeah. around your time. Nick, for sure. They were they were huge around your time. Uh. Why not R&D unsung? Group. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, uncensored or unsung this week is Trick Daddy, who I don't happen to hate. You know, I'm not big a big fan, but I don't happen to hate. I've actually a couple of songs by Trick Daddy I actually enjoyed.
2: You know. Oh, yeah. Trick yeah.
0: some songs in the in the in the queue. Now I will yeah, tell you one
1: those, thing. Uh, Go ahead. of the southern rap.
0: Yeah, yeah, Miami. Now, I will say this. We talk about Barkley on SNL. I don't understand, and you can't convince me. Please, if you know one, tell me one. These Migos, they're horrible. They were the musical guests. Horrible. They sung these two songs, and I said, man, what the hell is the youth of today listening to? Really, what are the youth of today listening to? I thought Jay-Z told us 10 years ago auto-tune was dead, and that shit is alive and kicking. I mean, wow. that that trap, I don't know what you call it. I don't even know what they're singing about. I just can't wait for the break of, of the amigos, because eventually they are going to break up, unless they're brothers. Are they brothers? I don't even know. Why? It's know. horrible. And I bet you this shit is like number one on the market. Oh,
1: without a doubt. Without a doubt. I went on a hey, trip. Hey, man.
0: How's the, how's the weather
1: in New York City? Mm-hmm. How's oh, the weather? It's chilly today. Today, where I'm, where I'm at, it's chilly. And it's supposed to snow on Wednesday.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, well, we got we got cold weather here for, like, this week, which is good for me, man, because I need these 30s at night so I can get some rest without burning my A.C. in March. Yeah. A week ago, I had A.C. on. I mean, we, we had a week of, like, 77 degrees, and then we got that nor'easter. So, you know, you had posted a, a picture on your Facebook or video about sitting on the porch in the rain. You ain't doing that shit in North Carolina, man. These fucking storms <laughs> I know, I and the wind—you are not sitting out the last because you can't. There's no place to be dry. Think about it. You sitting, you sitting on your deck or your porch or whatever, and you eat tucked in the corner, and because of the wind, you're soaking wet. So why would you do that? You're, the only people right. that sit up, the only people that sit out in the rain is because they have to be out in the rain.
2: Hey. Remember how you talk about uh, how North Carolina shuts down when there's like snow, and I yeah. told you that uh, Pennsylvania does the same thing. I got a friend that goes to Penn State; she had to sit in 18 hours worth of her traffic because they shut down the highway I-80. You know what? That Ooh, sounds kind of so crazy man. because Pennsylvania gets snow. Exactly. I don't understand. When I was out there a couple of weeks ago, they did the same thing. They shut down Interstate 80, and I was like 18 hours of traffic. That that, that that's insane.
0: Man, I would—I I don't even know what I would do. I would literally want to. I mean, you—you you can't park the car and run. I mean, what you gonna do? <laughs> yep. You, me personally, if if I knew eighteen hours, I'm looking for the little motor in. If I can get to the motor <laughs> in, I'll I'll leave a car minute. on the highway and walk it. No, no, I'm trying. Yeah, if if I can, if I could pull up somewhere, man, I need the motor in.
2: So I mean, there's fuck nothing that in like, them. Going towards Penn State is nothing out there. It's nothing but uh, woods. It look like.
0: Yeah, you know, you know what? A lot of college towns like that. If you ever go to the University of Connecticut, yeah, the University of Connecticut in scores Connecticut is so rural that those kids are basically at that college campus and nowhere else. Yep. It's like they built that shit on purpose, in nowhere land. Have you ever, either one of y'all ever been to either the casinos in Connecticut? Uh, Fox in the, yeah, Foxwoods. Yep. Okay, Foxwoods. Did you drive out there? Yep. Nowhere land, ain't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. See, I've been to both. I've been to Foxwoods and and see, man, my mind is oh, well, Mohegan, Mohegan Sun. That. I've been to Mohegan Sun. Yeah, yeah. I've been to Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun is before you get to Foxwoods. Yeah. But when you go to Foxwoods, man, you are out there and no, there is nothing. The next closest thing is like Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island. You know, we have we have casinos here in uh, North Carolina. But the drive is a treacherous-ass drive up the mountains. I'm not willing to take it. Oh. You call me a punk. I am not willing to take it. There are certain drives that don't look pleasurable to me. The Pacific Coast Highway does not look pleasurable to me. Just riding on the edge of a mountain, I'm not doing that. I don't. If, not, if I don't have to do that, I'm not doing it. So I'm, I'm about three and a half hours away from a casino, but the drive up there, even they say, even the bus drive, if you used to take a bus, is horrible. Because you have to ride the rail to get there. You know what? I can fly to Vegas in five hours, and I don't I don't have to deal with that shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? There's always Las Vegas. There's always Las Vegas. Matter of fact, it's almost booking time for Las Vegas. So Are you going this the year? It's time of the year. Well, well my anniversary my is in May, oh. so... No,
2: I'm trying to stay I'm trying to stay away from Vegas this year. Really? Yeah, I'm trying. Oh that's I, I, right. I need to take a I need to take a break.
0: That's right. You got you have uh, Louisiana coming up anyway.
2: Yeah, and the week before that I'll be in Canada and so it's like every week I've been doing something and the week after that I'm supposed to do Dominican Republic, but I might not do that because I can't go away three weekends in a row. That's 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 overkill.
0: I have never been to Canada. I wanna go to Canada. My wife yeah, seems to like, Want to go to I
2: was online. My daughter's birthday is the sixteenth. My girl' birthday is the twenty eighth. I looked online. You can fly from New York to Toronto for like two hundred bucks. So I was like, let's all just go to Canada. I yeah, thought, but you because North Carolina airports don't look like they go. You look like you, you have to connect anywhere to go somewhere.
0: Uh, we have. let uh, We have very limited. Uh, this fucking place, man. Don't get me started. This place has very limited direct flights. We only have one airline that even flies directly to Vegas. Do you know what one of the hardest places for me to get directly is New York City. Oh, wow. Jet Jed Blue tells me stupid shit like fly to Boston to get to New York. Why am I flying to Boston to get to New York? <laughs> or fly, fly to Baltimore to get to New York. Or, here's the worst. Fly to Atlanta to get... Why am I flying backwards to get to... New, <laughs> now, I did get... I have been going to New York via Delta, but Delta is a shit terminal inside JFK. It is horrible, that terminal. It is so far away from the street. But you have flights take, come in the,
2: It comes in the JFK? They don't have flights that come in the LGA?
0: Uh... I'm a I'm a old school New Yorker. JFK is a homeless shelter. But LaGuardia is Racker's Island. It's worse. I mean LaGuardia is like, you know, just bend me over and fuck me. No, man. I, 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 In all my years of flying, I have never flown out of LaGuardia. I've been to LaGuardia two times. and I was like, this place is. If JF, JF, matter of fact, New York is such a – New York is a diamond of the world. We all know that. It's the diamond of the world, basically. But the transportation systems in New York are sub below – I mean – Vegas shouldn't have a better airport, or L.A. shouldn't have a better airport than JFK. I mean New York, but New York Penn Station is a is 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 abomination. Uh, uh, what the hell is the bus place called? Port Authority. The buses Port Authority is a piece of shit. JFK is horrible. So traveling out of New York is not the the priest. If you ever came to uh, Raleigh, you look at our airport and you think this shit was like a place that millionaires came. Everything in our airport shines, shines. The floor shines, the walls shine. It's like they clean this place all day long. There's no lines anywhere. Only thing is, we shut down our last flights to Raleigh, stop at 2 a.m. You don't fly back out of here till like seven in the morning, but you also get from point from the checkout bag check through security ten minutes. I've I literally done it in ten minutes from front yeah, so door to so gate.
1: So that's old school right there. You're just coming in doing and um and get checked in. You're not doing an OJ running through the airport.
0: No, no, no. And I'm I'm legitimately only eight miles away from the airport. I mean That's I can drive sure. to the airport. Now when I lived there when I first moved to North Carolina, I lived closer to Wake Forest. That shit was thirty miles away. And these roads are you know these Dark. roads. Oh yeah. Dark is not the word for it. If you got any kind of night blindness, you cannot drive in North Carolina after, like, 8 o'clock at night. You just can't because you cannot see anything. And driving at night is something that you have to get used to. It's not just, like, like built into a human to do it.
1: Right.
0: Be- because the only lights that you have are those shits that's on the road, those um, reflectors. And you got to have confidence to do that. Right. You no. Know? Yes, sir. I went to JFK
1: two weeks ago. It was an hour and fifteen minutes to get through the um, to get to into the terminal.
0: Oh no, no, and that that included security.
1: Yeah, that was that was the security. An hour and fifteen, oh. an hour and thirty minutes, and they was just moving so damn slow. The TSA, it was just ridiculous, too slow, just unprofessional.
0: Yeah, we, we when we came back through JFK, it was such a different experience than leaving JFK. I mean, going to JFK because the security took a lot longer. It was around here. Sometimes you go, and it'd be like four people in front of you, literally just four people. And this is not – I'm not – I don't want to disrespect RDU and call it a Mayberry Station because it's not. It just seems to be that they – Put money into the station. Now, I'm going to tell you what they did not put money into is Amtrak. And I don't advise anybody to travel Amtrak. My last Amtrak experience, because I just went to Virginia, uh, I believe last 4th of July, horrible. Mm. Horrible. I will never do the train again. See, but I'm one of those people, Bones, I don't do no seven hours sitting in the car. It's just not me. I'm not doing that. I have no desire to do that. I got my own vehicle; it's comfortable. I got an SUV, so I got plenty of leg room, my arm room, and I'm just not doing it. Really? I'm not built to drive. I'm not built. I'm not one of those people that's built like, you know, you driving up to New York. No, I'm not. What the fuck am I driving ten hours, twelve hours for? That's insanity. That would be a two day trip for me. I'd have to stay in a hotel overnight. I had buddies that used to drive from Brooklyn to Atlanta, and the next day wake up and drive back to. I'd be like, "Come on, man, Are you crazy? That's stress on the body." You get a plane for ninety nine dollars. Isn't your time worth money? At least my time is worth money. Yeah. Well, unless you got something that you want to actually bring up, I'm going to get ready to get out of here, my friend. All right, well, one thing before you go. You talking to The Walking Dead this season? Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, let's talk about it. Walking Dead. First episode. The first episode? That was the longest death in television history. (laughs) That was horrendous. That was horrible. This episode here is I just watched The Walking Dead, I would say, this morning, that Janice chick, or however you pronounce her name, the Garbage Uh Pail Kids, Yes, Uh I don't feel nothing for her because she's a double, triple, she just, she has no loyalty to anything or anybody. Now, what I did love about it is the motherfucking chick can speak regular English. Finally, she talked like a human being. (laughs) Instead of talking like fucking Yoda all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, well, damn, did Simon hit that or something? What happened to her clothes?
0: We'll find that out. Simon disrespected her totally. Now, here's the thing. Simon now is a liar. Simon's a cheat. And all the people that's with him are no longer Negan. Because Negan asked them to do something, and they wind up massacring the place. Yeah, he he left them direct orders: kill one. We need them. We're the saviors. Now, one thing I did like, I did like the writing on this bones. I thought it was kind of slick how they just slid it in there. Negan has a method to his madness, but it took three seasons for us to find it out. Right, right. He really. Yeah. He really feels like he's doing something good. He's yes, yes. justified. Right. But I never I never heard him say that before. Usually it's just you're going to do what I'm saying. He legitimately thinks that we are actually saving people from themselves. Right. Now, I want to see, I want to see, uh, Rashawn, uh, not be so emotionally wrecked. Next episode, I, I need I need to see her bounce back just a little bit, just a little bit, because she's taking the shit more than worse than Rick right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and that first episode with Rick with the red eyes and Huck babbling and crying and Carl dying for like seventeen days. Let me ask you a question <laughs> every everybody else gets bit by the walkers, and like two minutes later they turn,
1: yeah well, had, right, well, they get the yeah they get the the fever, and uh yeah, it was just yeah, it's just like forever.
0: Carl had time to play with his little sister, paint a uh, finger paint, he had time to hook up with that Sadiq guy, go across town. Go home, change his clothes, write like 500 notes to everybody he's ever (laughs) met in his life, and he still didn't die. He had to kill himself. So, the Walking Dead likes to play, they like to tease us, because for a year now, they promise all-out war. We have war in the last 10 episodes for 10 minutes. Right. 10 minutes. That's it. Remember they—the one section was shooting at the other section and nobody could hit each other even though they were like five feet away from each other Right. and the only was, thing that was blocking them was cars? That was the funniest right, right. thing ever. You know what that reminds me of? I I actually posted this tape when I talked about it one time. There was a, a scene in, in uh, Naked Gun where... You know, uh, the old white haired guy was shooting at a criminal, and the only thing that was between them was one little garbage can. That's how close <laughs> they was. The front of their guns was touching, but they couldn't shoot each other. And he wound up just throwing his gun at him. That's what that scene reminded me of. And we have not been all out war yet. No. Any up ep- any episode that n- doesn't have Carol and and Daryl, I miss them.
1: Right, right, right. And then Morgan, is, is he's just a, a strange character. Is he bipolar or what? hes You know, he's either a straight pacifist or he's all out. You know, there's no gray area.
0: See, but here's the thing that they keep – think about the writing they're doing right now in The Walking Dead. Half the characters are saying, kill him. The other half of the characters are saying, let's work this out. What about Negan has shown that you can work anything out? You have to kowtow to him. What yeah. about him has said uh you could work stuff out? You tell me. Has he ever it's shown right, that nothing. he's reasonable?
1: No, not at all. My way or the highway.
0: Oh, actually, that's it. And and I can like I said, I can't wait. For him to use Lucille on Simon, because Simon just usurped his authority completely, and then he lied about it. Oh yeah, I, I did the debate. Because here's the deal: what about when Negan says, "I want you to get our payment from them"? Right. Where's, right. where's he, he going to come up with that from? Now right, he's going right. to have to force somebody else to give him double. Right. And then the but warrior Thurman women. Yep. I don't know what's the deal with the warrior women. Don't yeah, ever come back stay, here. Yeah, they're trying to
1: stay immune to the situation that's going on that's going to overrun you. Uh, like, pick a side.
0: Hey, I, You know, I thought about something, Bones, and I, I, I just thought about this. What stops anybody from getting in their car and just saying, you know what, I'm leaving Virginia. So right. I'm, you I'm not dealing with Negan
1: anymore. I'm not dealing right. well, with Negan anymore. Right, right. So, yeah, you got two choices go north or south. or <laughs> come out.
0: Yeah, I mean, what? They have not stated that all roads out of Virginia are blocked. And right, then right. He, brought, he, he brought up something that we didn't get an answer to. Uh, Simon said there's a hella port back there. So what the hell is the hell? More mystery. Uh, the show is always dangling a carrot in front of you. Yeah. Now, I thought it was gross, but I love the meat grinder. I love
1: oh. the meat grinder. <laughs> the that meat was grinder the best. Was crazy.
0: <laughs> yes. that, that was the best.
1: Yeah, that was crazy.
0: I was like, you know what? That's how you get rid of, like, 500 walkers at one time. You grind their ass down to this gloop. That was yeah, the, yeah, that, that was that, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? Uh, the Walking Dead is one of those shows you go from week to week. You never really, like uh, Forrest Gump used to say, life you know, Walking Dead is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get.
1: No. Uh, and then that's the thing, too, like you said about Simon. Simon is going to get his. Because two things are gonna happen. He's gonna ask for that payment, Negan, from the from the garbage people, or Janice shows up and somehow meets Negan and tells him what happened. But either way, Simon is toast at some point.
0: Yeah, and they don't even know the other guy got killed last week. He had him bringing up Garvin this week. Garvin's dead. Right, right. Garvin's dead. Or maybe he'll be the next body they send in a box. You know how they send in the coffins? They send him in the coffin. And see, that's going to cause Negan to have some feelings. I'm kind of up in the air. I don't know how I felt because he seemed a little too sensitive about Carl. That was his chance to say to Rick, nah, 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 nah. You know, I can see Negan legitimately just going nah, 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 nah. You right. know, this right? Yeah, yeah,
1: because he's talking about balls, his dick. I mean,
0: you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, he's and I, I'm sitting there going like this to myself too. What stops Simon from just shooting Negan in the fucking head while he's sitting there? You got a bat. I got a gun. Yeah, wow. that's true. my balance, especially since those other guys—they're all supposed to be Negan. Right. Not one of them said, "Hey, Negan." You know, Simon killed all of them. I was like, you know what? So you don't kill me. I'm gonna tell you what he really did. He killed them.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. He lives up here in Orange County. He lives in up there in Poughkeepsie. I went to a bar up there. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, Negan. Yep. So I went to a bar and and the people was telling me, yeah, he comes in here often. So I was like, oh shoot! I hope one day I come in here, he's in here. What kind of person they say he is. They said he's a real cool person because this is a local bar in the town. And they said he frequents and comes in here in the local bar is, you know, good guy.
0: Well, you know what? That's a always a great thing to hear, that a person is a human being. I met a lot of celebrities in my life. Bones, I'll say no less than 300 celebrities in my life have I met.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Some
0: I've had conversations with some have been total assholes and I actually got molested by one, you know, rest his soul. But Horshack felt my ass. Oh, I'm not lying. You think I'm lying? Oh. I'm not joking at all. Ron Palillo at a party felt me up.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. That's <laughs> a Terry Cruz moment there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. And uh, later on, the next day, when I went back to work and talked about it, because I worked, I actually was working for TV Guide at the time, so we was hosting a celebrity party. You know, we had uh, wrestlers there. We had uh, Ginger from uh, what the hell is the name of that show? Ginger from Gilliam's Island. Williams. Yeah, and we had uh, this chick that used to be on the news. Her name was White. This. uh pale hey, sister. I think she used to be the Fox uh, News reporter. So I'm sitting mm-hmm. there, and I'm talking to Horshack and I'm bullshitting around, and the next thing I know, his hand went on my waist, and he started touching my ass, and I was like, you gotta be fucking joking me, dude. You gotta be fucking joking. And he was like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. And then, next day I get to work, and he did it to, like, three other people. I didn't even <laughs> think that I was gay. Wow. I was like, People always ask me, why wasn't your first reaction to, like, knock his lights out? Because you're so fucking shocked. I'm not talking about me being some 12-year-old boy. I'm talking about me being a 33-year-old man at the time. That's the last thing that you expect of somebody to do to you. I mean, the last thing in a public party. It was seen. It wasn't like people didn't see him do this. He was like, ah, oh, you're a nice, strong young man. I am like, yeah, thanks. You know, so you, 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 you're being kind, you're saying thanks. But then next thing you know, it's like hand on the ass. I'm like this. Nobody puts their hands on my ass. I'm not, I'm not the hand on the ass guy. You know? Right, right. But I've, 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 I've met all kinds of celebrities, all kinds. Some I drank with, some I talked to, some have blown me off completely. Those are the worst. The ones that forget that they're just human beings with success. You know, you got a little bit of success. Harrison Ford, me and him walked up a block together. I said hi to him like two times and he couldn't. He looked like he was ready to put on his track sneakers and run away from me. I was like, you got to be fucking joking me. We're standing right next to each other. All I'm saying is hi. Trust me, I don't want your autograph. I don't want to take no pictures with you, and I said you should be ashamed of yourself. I remember what I told him. I said you know I might be the only black man who actually had seen had fucking Amish movie that you was in. You know I ain't no big uh, Star Wars fan. Um, you know who Harrison Ford is? Yes, yes. Yeah, he uh he had some uh, Amish movie. And back then, Harrison Ford was the man, so I actually wouldn't have seen it. It was a pretty good movie, too. I mean, I can't front and and say today that just because he blew me off, the movie was bad. The movie was good. Well, hopefully, man, by the time the next show comes on, I would have gotten off my, got my black card restamped and seen Black Panther. You know, I'm starting to feel like a white nationalist here. (laughs) So I got I got to kind of get that shit together. I got to see it. I've heard nothing but pleasant things about it. So hopefully, I'll 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 get a chance and yeah, opportunity. You, yeah,
1: yeah. You're gonna. Re- I saw it this weekend with my wife. She hadn't seen it, and she don't know nothing about the origin of Black Panther nothing. She just saw it as a person seeing it, you know for this very first time, and she was like, "Wow, that was really a good good movie." So.
0: So I'm 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 with that.
1: We're gonna see it again. Um, it'll be my third time seeing it. We're gonna see it on IMAX.
0: No, uh, you know what? I should have asked. I should have asked Net this. Would you? Would you recommend 3D or regular? Because there is an uh, option.
1: Um, regular. Okay. It depends though, because somebody had told me that they saw it in 3D, and they said it wasn't like 3D the whole movie. They said bits and pieces, like. Uh, things would come at you, so it wasn't worth it. They said they would have rather saw it in
0: IMAX. Oh, okay, because I, you know. I don't really care. I'm not. I'm not a big, huge fan of the three d experience. And actually, 3D for some reason, I guess because of the glasses, they charge you about four dollars more to see it.
1: Yeah, and then um, my train of thought. But yeah, let's anyway. So we're gonna you know see it again. Oh, the seat, the theater seats. The theater seats, we saw it in, uh, we didn't see it in our area. We drove about 30, 40 minutes away. And uh, we saw it in this area called Nyack, New York. And um, they had the stadium seats, you know, so you pressed the seat. It was like, you know, seats would climb back. So <laughs> you better not go there sleepy or something, you know, because <laughs> you could fall asleep. The seats were so great.
0: Yeah, that's what we have here. We have a, I have a, a 16-plex. And they redid the whole place, like I was telling you last time. This is a place where you could actually order food at your seat, even though I don't know why somebody would want to order a meal while you're right. trying to focus on it you know what eat before you go or eat when you leave. I mean, the movie theater is literally i would say less than two miles away from my home. Mm-hmm. I go out the back I go out the back door here. I hit I forty, boom! I'm right there. Literally, if I had, a, if it was a good day and the wind was right, I could take a rock and just throw it and hit the movie theater from miles. house. So, I'm very close to the theater.
1: And then also too, you you can um your your seats are um like you were going to or see a play or something. It's uh, numbered.
0: Oh yeah, well we could actually. Uh, Black Panther was so packed. The first week while it was out here, you had to order your tickets online and get assigned a seat. Okay. You had to be assigned a seat. And that was a major problem for me because I don't really know where I want to sit until I get to the theater. Right. You know, I am not sitting in the middle. I'm trying to go when it's not packed because... You know, if my wife or something got to go to the bathroom, that excuse me, excuse me, excuse that that right, that's right, crazy. Right. I'm not going through that shit. Right, you know, I like kind right. yeah, of the yeah.
1: aisle. Uh huh. Because when I first saw it, I took my son to see it and my nephews, and uh, there was a baby crying in the movie theater. Oh no! My, and my son goes out loud. Really? And uh, the host, everybody started laughing. I was like, be quiet, be quiet.
0: <laughs> Listen, you know when you go into the theater, you can buy get a babysitter. You know what? That's the time you take over the grannies or yeah, something. Bro.
1: Definitely. I never, never took none of my kids to the day in movie theater when they was to see an adult movie. And they were, zero, you know, toddlers and two and three and four. Oh, no, uh-uh, uh-uh.
0: Yeah, you. That's, no, that's being inconsiderate to other people that are spending their money and they want to enjoy an experience. Yeah. yeah this, you know, we got to do right.
1: Movies.
0: People don't like to do right. It's, it's insane, but yeah. that's, that's reality. Well, Bones, man, I appreciate you calling in. I'm going to wrap this one up.
1: Okay? All right, brother.
0: Okay. I just want to let the people know that I can be reached uh, – I switched times. I now go, Bones, Monday, Friday, 12 o'clock. I was told that's a better time for all people involved. 11 was oh, a little man. inconvenient, so 12. And it's 724-444-7444. Call ID is 145048. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Speaker, Anchor, Vimo. Facebook, Instagram, I'm everywhere. If it's social media, I'm on it more than likely. But I like people to come to the YouTube. Matter of fact, let me ask you a question before I let you go. Have you just subscribed to the channel? Oh, no, not yet. Please do so. I mean, damn, you appear on the show. You should be at least a subscriber. Oh, okay, all right. All right.
1: Yeah, all right. Well, sure. You know, okay, I'll ask the kids. Look, because on the YouTube thing, I don't know. You got to subscribe? Okay.
0: It's just click one button and you subscribe. As simple as that. Uh okay. No problem. You can you could share the video. You can comment on the video and I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to anybody who can hear me. Subscribe. Share it. If you don't like, let me know what you don't like. Maybe I could do something about it. No, I can't change my voice. That's not gonna happen. But, I mean, if it's within reason, you know, if you like some other topics, and if you have a friend, even you, Bones, if you have a friend who wants to promote something and describe it, I'm more than happy to have them call in, and I'll give them the airway and let them do their thing. It ain't going to hurt me. Matter of fact, it might give me more viewers just by their, their people listening in. And, and you know, we, we network like that. But okay, everybody, but like – Okay, definitely subscribe. You should definitely, If you're a caller in, you should be a subscriber.
1: All right, I'll do that now.
0: Okay, it's not going to cost you nothing, and you're not going to be bothered by anything. Nothing comes to you. Just because you subscribe don't mean that all of a sudden you get blasted with emails or anything like that. That does not happen. It doesn't work that way. It just shows that I've got some people that care enough about the show to say they subscribe. My goal is to get uh, as many subscribers as humanly possible, more than I can count. That's what I want. That's not why I do this, but it's a a plus. But like I said, anybody wants to call in, join in, questions, topics, it does not make a difference. And Bones, like I tell everybody every single time, no matter what's going on in the world, going on in my life, going on with the weather, I'm just going to tell you and I'm going to tell anybody listening, peace. And bones, be easy, my brother. I'm out. Okay, bro. Okay, peace.